Hello and welcome to This Shit Really Happened, the true crime podcast where we deep dive into the most disturbing, depraved, and downright gruesome true crimes in history. My name is Em. And I'm Autumn. And we have a special guest today. Autumn, would you like to introduce him? It's, I got a puppy. His name is Blue. Are you going to bark? Nope. The one time he's been <laughs> causing an enormous ruckus. He's currently chewing on my hand. Currently chewing on your hand. He is an absolute spaz. Menace. We love him. Yes. He is a menace. How old is he? Four months old? Three months old? Uh, almost four. Oh, he growled. Nineteenth. And then, oh, he's just a baby. But anyways, he is a special guest. So, um, do you hear any extra noises? That's him. Yeah, we apologize in advance for any extraneous dog noises, <laughs> barking, also. growling, squeaking. Also, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Get off I me. did put a noise gate on, but if anybody's listening to this with headphones, please be aware there may be some extraneous spikes in audio. I'll if I can cut Ow. them out, I'll try to cut them out. <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, um, there's going to be a lot of pups like this right now. All right, so we have a drink of the day. It's the new Sunny D Vodka Seltzers. We're trying this for the first time. We're going to do a little ASMR. <laughs> oh, yeah. There we go. Oh, God, it's everywhere. <laughs> it's everywhere. All right, right, yeah. Yeah, so we, uh, these are either going to be super good or super terrible, and we're about to find out. Be really bad. All right, so three, two, one, let's go. Oh, oh, not bad at all. Yeah, no, not bad at all. The aftertaste is kind of odd, but in the grand scheme of things, not terrible. Mm-mm. Not at all. I'm pleasantly surprised. I didn't know what to expect from a um, Sunny D seltzer, but I'm pleasantly surprised. But I feel like I like all seltzers that I've ever tried. Except what were the not ones me. that we tried that one time that were like nasty and we ended up throwing them off my balcony? Was that the Malibu ones that were like gross? Yes, that they, were like they had like a weird yeah, they had a weird. Almost. They were like slimy. They were thick. <laughs> like yeah. they were gross. They were not good. But I, I think those are technically not seltzers. It was like a mixed drink in a can. But I tend to like seltzers. I also tell me why I was expecting this to be like bright orange and not me clear. Me too. It's clear. I was expecting it to have the sunny D mm-hmm. look. Yeah, I was definitely expecting it to be. Mm. Uh, good job. Autumn just dribbled all over herself. I missed my mouth completely. <laughs> oh, not bad. Where did... Um, I have no idea. Oh, she just damn. texted me a picture of him. Dang. She was like, I got these for you. I was like, oh, okay. Nice. Well, if they pop up in a store anytime near me, maybe I'll... Maybe I'll grab myself a little baby box. So, so how many were in the box? Like four? Yeah. Oh. I, they were in the regular liquor store bag, so they might be over there. Oh, the maybe. Street. Yeah. That would make sense. Huh. Well, pleasantly surprised. They'd probably be better if they were even colder, but mm-hmm. we didn't want to wait to try them. No. Put them in the freezer for a little while, but... For like 10 seconds. <laughs> Literally like 10 seconds. Wild. <laughs> Weird. And squeaks. <laughs> <laughs> Insert squeaky toy. Insert squeaky toy. Oh, also... <coughs> we, uh, we got our first bad review. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because we are, quote, unquote, insensitive because we laugh. Listen... <laughs> Clearly, that's a person who's never had any type of real trauma in their life, because if you are trauma, you laugh through the pain. You laugh through the awkwardness. You laugh through it. And that's how you get through it. Yeah, right? Honestly, like, when you're talking about the things that we cover on this, it's like some of these cases, you can't 
I can't just straight face talk my way through them. No. And some of the stuff, it's, it's like it sounds ridiculous. Yes. So you that's laugh. what it is. Like the one that comes to mind right away is the case I think of right away when we had to just laugh our way through it was Albert Fish. Yeah. Because that one was shit. literally, like, that one was just completely ridiculous. Like, and you try spending over two hours collectively talking about somebody like that and not and not trying to laugh your way through it. It's impossible. And also, like, if you think we're insensitive, don't listen to the podcast. Yeah. Just, you know, this click been, away. If you don't like dark humor, this is not the podcast for you. Absolutely. Thank you. So, I feel like... <laughs> so, disclaimer, before we get started, if you don't like dark humor... Turn it off. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> this podcast is not for you. Because no. we're going to continue laughing our way through yes. these cases because I named this podcast This Shit Really Happened because we are going to be talking about some wild, wild stuff. None of the basic, just, oh, somebody got, well, murder is always fucked up in any way, but we're talking about the fucked upiest fucked up murders. Yes. So. I feel like the more and more I sip on this, the more gross it gets. Mm. It could just be because I'm like slightly sick yeah so things taste weird maybe probably and this also has zero grams of sugar in it oh that's interesting made with real juice sunny fucking blue sif shut up <laughs> blue sif blue sif jones blue sif bluebert 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 oh my uh my niece was born uh yeah so i don't know i'll probably just wait to see pictures <coughs> Because I don't even know if anybody's going to the hospital to be like, oh my god, the baby. She was born today. Yeah, like last early this morning, sometime. But yeah, I was waiting because like you're being annoying. Come here. A couple weeks ago, my mom was like, Tammy's in labor. I'm like, okay, cool. A couple weeks ago. Yeah, like a week and a half ago. Mm -hmm. But she, I guess, was like, it was like very, very early, and so they're like, yeah, you're not going yet. And. She is um she was measuring her due date was right around this time. She's oh, right okay. around her due date. Um and they even like had her go thinking she was gonna go earlier because um um but they were thinking like she was measuring really big, so they moved the due date up a little bit. So she was she was right on time, right around when we anticipated she was gonna be here. So I'm just waiting on pictures. Cause I don't know. I don't really feel like going to the hospital. <laughs> I'll just wait. I'll wait till they're home and Blue. can, you know, send pictures and Eat whatnot. Eat your fucking hamburger. Eat your hamburger. And also once the, like, newborn babies, like, I don't care what you say, they they're like all ugly. Like, they all are so wrinkly and, like, squished. Yes. You gotta wait to, like, really put some pictures out there till your baby's, like, a month old and gets <laughs> out of the squished, like, raisin-looking face. Mm. I'm sure parents think their babies are adorable when they oh. first come out but the rest of us i'm not thinking your like squished raisin looking baby is really cute right now we're probably gonna get a negative review for that too hey insensitive to babies babies. (laughs) fuck them kids (laughs) seriously because pissing me off (laughs) fuck him fuck them kids oh my god Oh, I was... <laughs> my segue was going to be terrible. Oh, my God. I was saying... <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> okay. Do it. I'm not going to say what I was going to say, but um, let's go ahead and dive in so we can get through this as fast as we can because somebody is not being cooperative <laughs> at all. At all. 
There's gonna be so much. I have a noise gate on right now, but there's gonna be so much background noising. That's okay. Guarantee That's right. it. It'll make it interesting. <laughs> yeah. So you guys get a little bit of spice on the top of my spice. We mean oh, puppy sounds. Gonna... So did I post something on Instagram about this one? It's like a coming soon. I think I did. I don't know. I still don't have Instagram. Um, I know you don't, but I'm pretty sure. Yes, I did. I did post uh, coming soon. Um, but yeah, the case we are covering today is that of Katie and Stephen Platel. More specifically, Plato. Katie you know, Platel. What? <laughs> the SpongeBob. <laughs> He's like Platel. Little, 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 little. That one. Okay. Anyways, yeah. So the case no. of get down, get down. The case get of get down. down. The case of get down. <laughs> You're going to be on this podcast soon. <laughs> the next case of covering the murder of, ow, Bluepert, Randall Johnson, Smythe the Third. <laughs> I'm screaming. <laughs> but yeah, so I said the case of Katie and Steven Platel on, it's some people just refer to this as Katie Platel, but Katie and Steven are both the main players in this case that we're talking about today. Case of as in they're the murderers or case of as in they're the victims? Uh, I'll wait and see. So um, we're going to start just talking a little bit about um, Katie and who she was, give a little background information on her. So she was born Katie Rose Fusco, I think it's pronounced as F-U-S-C-O. You said this is the Katie Platel bitch? Yes. So... Um, Katie Rose Fusco was born as Denise Platel in January of 1998. Her parents were then 22-year-old Stephen Platel. You and said seven, she was born in 1998? She, Katie was born in 1998. As, so she's younger than us? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. 98. She's a murderer? Wait and see. <laughs> You're jumping to conclusions here. Um, but Katie Rose Fusco, she was born as Denise Platel. Um, her parents were then 22-year-old Stephen Platel. And 17-year-old Alyssa Platel. You said 17? Yes. He was 22. She was 17. Damn. The 90s, man. They were crazy. Well, he was... We'll come to find out. He was a creepy creep. Oh, great. Um, Steve... Huh? For dad. Yeah. Steve and Alyssa had met when Steven was 20 and Alyssa was 15. They had met over the internet, of course. It's always like that. And Mm -hmm. Steven had immediately started grooming her. Ew. He... Traveled to San Antonio. The internet was like kind of new at this point. I know, too. yeah, 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 yeah. This was like, um, so it would have been ninety six, yeah, yeah, that they met because she was seventeen when Katie was when born. We born. Literally, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> gross. <laughs> um, so Stephen had traveled to San Antonio, Texas, to begin a sexual relationship with Alyssa, and Alyssa ended up running away with Stephen to live with him in New York. Um, Alyssa actually became pregnant at sixteen. And she gave birth to Denise, a.k.a. Katie, when she was 17 years old. According to Alyssa, Stephen was extremely abusive and would often pinch their infant daughter until she was black and blue. What? Alyssa also claimed that he would stuff Denise in a cooler to drown out her crying until the baby was on the verge of suffocation. What the fuck? Yeah. Not only was he a creepy pedophile groomer, but he was also... baby as in the... Denise slash Katie. Yes. Um, to get her daughter away from Stephen's abuse, Alyssa made the decision to put Denise slash Katie up for adoption when she was eight months old. Um, 
Denise was quickly adopted by Tony and Kelly Fusco, who are from Wingdale, New York, and they were the ones who, of course, renamed her Katie. Yeah. Great. I think, I actually don't even know where this is. I don't know if this is, like, downstate or upstate New York, honestly, but it's New York. What is this? Wingdale. W-I-N-G-D-A-L-E. Valley. Dale. Wingdale, New York. Ooh, that's an R. New York. Why can't I type? I don't know, man. Wingdale, New York. You tell me. Why? When I... What? What pops up? What the hell? (laughs) Why does that look so creepy? Why is that the first thing that pops up? That... (laughs) A big red barn. (laughs) Does it say, is it, like, upstate, downstate, closer to the city, Long Island? Uh, Mass. I really want to know where this is in conjunction to where we are. How far removed? Well, that's how big it is. Oh. Oh, my God. It's teeny tiny. Uh, But, I mean, if the first picture that popped up was a facade of a big red barn, I would assume this is very small town New York somewhere. Quaker Hill. Quaker Hill? I have no idea where any of... I have no idea. Can you, like, zoom out? Oh, okay. It's... So here's Long Island. Oh, okay. So it's, right it's downstate, mm-hmm. kind of by closer to Long Island mm-hmm. than where we are. Okay. Katie's adoptive uncle, Carrie Gold, would say, quote, they had a very, very normal life. My nickname for Katie was Pac-Man. She was always eating. She loved animals. And she was a vegetarian. Katie was also an aspiring artist at her school, Dover High School. She was known for drawing comic strips. And she planned to attend college and pursue a career in digital advertising. So she had a plan for her life. She knew what she wanted to do and where she wanted to go. And she even kept a blog where she detailed her love of art. In one of her posts, she once wrote, quote, A pen and something to draw on became a safe place for me. Ink became my weapon against rules and regulations. To be short for me, a life without art is no life at all. So Katie had plans for college and a promising life ahead of her. That, however, would all change after Katie turned 18 and came back into contact with her birth parents. So, from the jump, Katie knew... Were her parents still together or not? At this point, yes. Yeah. Um, Katie had known she was adopted from the jump. Basically, her parents never, like, hid that from her. Mm -hmm. She always knew. Um, And when she turned 18, she went on Facebook, actually, and found um, her birth parents, Alyssa and Steven. And she decided to reach out to them. Um, Alyssa and Steven were thrilled to hear from Katie, and they were super excited. They wanted to meet up with her as soon as they could, and soon after her 18th birthday. Um, so this was when, like 2016? Uh, 2016, yep, exactly, 2016. Um, and Katie, after, wow, you know. recent. Yeah, it was very recent. After, like, you know, messaging back and forth with them, Katie made plans to go and reunite and meet with her birth parents. So instead of going to college in August of 2016, Katie moved in with the Platels in Nightdale, North Carolina. Shut that, up. Yeah, she moved in with them in August of 2016 instead of going to college. Terrible idea. Yeah. Yeah, that's an understatement. <laughs> um, so her adoptive parents, Tony and Kelly, they were pretty apprehensive about this move, but since Katie was 18, they felt that she was old enough to make her own decisions, and they supported her. They're mm-hmm. like... Whatever, you're an adult now, legally, do whatever the fuck you want, pretty much. Yeah. They were the kind of parents that were like, we want to support our daughter Mm -hmm. because we want her to feel like she could come back to us or Mm -hmm. tell us if she's in trouble or if she needs something instead of like, I'm... 
telling her no and then have her rebel and do it anyways and mm-hmm. like never hear from her again. Mm-hmm. Um, oh gosh, you know what that, re- that was like? Remember the, um, oh God, I'm going to feel so bad that I can't remember this case off the top of my head, but the one where um, she was like, she was also super young and she like moved in with a guy that was like three times her age and he ended up, Kellyanne Bates. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that one? Mm-hmm. And he like, literally tortured her to death Mm -hmm. and her parents were like we knew that this guy was trouble but like we were so scared that if we told her she couldn't see him that we would never hear from her again Mm -hmm. i feel like this was kind of the same situation that um tony and kelly were in with katie they're like all right you're 18 we can't really tell you no you can do whatever you want but you know just so you know hey if things go south like we're here for you even before Katie moved in, the Platos were already having marital issues. Like, remember, Stephen is an abusive piece of shit mm-hmm. that didn't stop when yep. Katie was put up for adoption. Yep. They were sleeping in separate bedrooms and were on the verge of divorce. Great. Alyssa later stated that one of the catalysts for her wanting a divorce from Stephen was the fact that he had been verbally and physically abusive towards her for years. About the abuse, Alyssa stated, quote, I was always on eggshells. Whatever his mood was, everybody knew, and that mood was often not happy, a lot of yelling, a lot of things smashed in the house in front of our kids. Oh, there's yeah. other children. They had a couple other kids. I think they had two daughters, mm-hmm. if I'm remembering correctly. So before Katie moved in, Alyssa was very honest with her about the abuse that Stephen had inflicted upon her when she was a baby, mm-hmm. and then that was the reason why they had put her up for adoption. But she um, still moved in. Yeah, but according to Alyssa, Katie didn't seem too concerned by it, Girl. as weird as that was. Yeah. Problem. I know. She's like, yeah, I literally had to put you up for adoption because your father was locking you in a cooler because you wouldn't stop crying, but, mm-hmm. you know, she was, I guess. She's like, yeah, let me move in. Yeah, I guess it was kind of um. A situation maybe where she was so far removed from the abuse that like um but yeah i would guess it was one of those situations where she's like well i don't remember this and like i have never been around this person for mm-hmm. long enough to see his abuse so she's like well yeah i'm sure this happened but like i don't remember it like it wasn't done to me so she just basically didn't give a shit um so as i was saying steven's behavior started to change after he met katie Um, Not that he was getting to be a better person, um, but that he began wearing skinny jeans and form-fitting shirts. And he shaved his beard and he started letting his hair grow out a little bit longer. And we're back. All right. uh, The menace is in his crate. Blusif has been relegated to his crate. (laughs) (laughs) So if there's any awkward jump cuts in this audio, it means I had to cut out barking. (laughs) (laughs) Just, you know, if it doesn't flow as nice as it flows sometimes, just be happy that I'm saving your ears from puppy barking. Yeah. Blowing up the microphone. There's a noise gate on here right now, but I highly doubt it's going to drown out any of his barking. So we're just going to make it work. Um, what did I leave off? Okay, so I left off on Alyssa questioning Steven about what the fuck he was doing sleeping in Katie's room on the floor for two nights in a row. And when Alyssa questions him about this, Steven becomes angry immediately. So, of course, after Alyssa questions Steven, he's like, she's like, what the hell are you doing? He becomes angry at her immediately and basically tells her that it's none of her business. Mm-hmm. And then he takes Katie and they leave the house together to do who the fuck knows what. Alyssa finally moved out of the house in November of 2016. So, what, only like two months after Katie moved in, basically. And she gained shared custody of her and Steven's two other children. Oh, After Alyssa moved out, Stephen and Katie were left to their own devices. And this is where it gets trigger warning incest. Ew. 
In May of 2017, <laughs> Alyssa was reading the diary of her, or she was reading her 11-year-old daughter's journal, and in the journal, she read that Stephen was involved in a sexual relationship with Katie, and that Katie was pregnant, and that the two children had been told that Katie was their new stepmom. Their sister? Yeah. Their literal, literal, not even half-blood, full-blood Sister, not the incest, not the incest. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you walked out at a perfect point. Know, right? Not, not the, the incest, <laughs> but yeah, literally, his fully biological child, their fully biological sister is now being their dad. Is telling, like, hey, step-mom. this is your new stepmom. Alyssa reads this in her daughter's journal, and understandably, she was like, what the fuck? Especially because that's her kid. Literally. Like, yeah, it's not even like this was just, like, Steven's daughter from another marriage. It's literally her child, too. Full-on, I gave birth to you child. Fucking and apparently pregnant by her biological father. That's disgusting. Isn't it the... Ooh, this heebies. I got the jeebies. I got the heebs and the jeebs. And the Katie's just like, cool. Yeah. She's literally... She was, like, so... I'll have to show you here. I'll show you the, or actually, I'll show you this picture after because it's going to spoil something. Um, so, of course, Alyssa immediately gets on the phone. She calls up Steven. She's like, literally, what the fuck? Like, mm. she describes herself as being absolutely hysterical when she called him. Yeah. And she straight up asked him if Katie was pregnant with his child. And she said that Steven responded, quote, I thought you knew we're in love. Are you fucking kidding <laughs> Bro, me? What? Are you fucking kidding me? I wish I was kidding you. Alabama or something. New, it's uh, North Carolina. North Are Carolina. They in the sticks? I don't know if they're in the sticks. Um, look it up. They were from. They were living in Nightdale, K N I G H T Nightdale, North Carolina, at this time. I do believe. <laughs> was this Alabama? Wham blam 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 blam. Banjo music. <laughs> From the first pictures that pop up, this looks like a pretty decent area, oh, but it does well, look like the country. I mean, people be doing mm-hmm. gross, weird shit in all corners of the world, so, you know. Also a very small town. Yeah. Well, that, <laughs> Steven's like, I can't find anybody else, so I'm just going to go with my daughter. Gross. He was oh, also kind of near uh, Rayleigh. Oh, okay. Okay. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> small towns. Who knows? Shit gets weird. Anyways. The fact that I thought you knew we were in love. That's your fucking daughter. daughter. That's literally your, literally your child. Not your adopted daughter. Your, your biological full on daughter. blood biological daughter. And the, she has half of your DNA. And the daughter, you're just as nasty. 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 You're in N-A-S-T-E-E. love with your dad. Nasty. This is, this is some shit for Freud. He would love, <laughs> this, <laughs> love this shit. He would eat this shit up. One of my favorite tweets of all time was somebody. It was whenever whenever girls call their boyfriend daddy, Sigmund Freud's ghost gets a little bit stronger. Literally, literally. Oh, and do you think she was calling him daddy? Probably. I mean, okay, that's a totally normal kink, whatever. But when it's your actual father, that the kink is. I'm yucking your gut yeah, at this point. And you've got a daddy kink, and you're in a regular regular normal 
adult consent right. relationship, but this is her actual Somebody father. that you're not related to? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the big one. Somebody you're not actually related to. Somewhere where your, his, your kid's not going to come out with seven heads. Oh my god, literally. And literally. 20 fingers. Oh my god, yeah, she's fucking pregnant, too. It's like gagging at my sunny D seltzer. <laughs> No. That's a so wild. I thought you knew we're in love. Bitch, shut the fuck up. I'd be like, never speak to me again. Shut the fuck up. And you can never see your children ever. And that's basically what Alyssa did. First, she cusses him the fuck out. Yep, good. Bad bitch Um, behavior. Telling him he was sick for what he did with Katie. Absolutely. And then she calls the popo. Mm Mm-hmm. On July 20th, 2017, two months... is illegal. Yes, yep. It is wholly, fully illegal. Mm. Um, On July 20th, 2017, two months after his divorce from Alyssa was finalized, and amid the police investigation, Stephen married Katie in Parkton, Maryland. Shut the fuck up. How is that legal? They lied on their application and said they were unrelated. And I guess, you know... Nobody double checks on any of that. I mean, you think like any normal couple goes married, you're just like, yeah, like we're not related, da da da. We just want to get married. No one's questioning it. So they got married in Maryland too. They didn't get married in North Carolina. So they basically lied on their marriage license, lied on their application, so you're and got married. Me that you fell in love with your father. Yup. Got pregnant by him and married. That is fucking disgusting. Yup. Yup. <laughs> So I'll now, I'll now show you the um, the picture that I posted on Instagram. And if anybody, any of you guys follow the Instagram, you'll have already seen this. But I think she posted this on her Instagram from Shut when they got married. <laughs> Shut. And uh, what I cut out was a comment on it saying somebody's like, "You're sick. That's your father." <laughs> Nothing fancy, just love. Shut. Like, that's your dad. Ew. That's literally your father. Your father. It was making me... <laughs> You're, like, gagging, I know. <laughs> oh, my God, that just gave me the... Just Ooh, no. literally the heaves and the jeebs. All the heaves and all the jeebs. If you guys want to see the picture I'm referring to, um, go follow the Instagram at TSRH Podcast, yeah, and you'll be able to see it. But yeah, what I show you, hold on, let me see if I, I have the uncropped version of it. Somebody left a comment. They said, how you marry your father, though, exclamation point, sick ass, get some help. All right, so yeah, um... They basically lied on their application. They're like, we're, <laughs> we're back. back. <laughs> we're back. I know. Like I said, awkward audio jump cuts. <laughs> we got some barking to cut out. I'm going to really do my best with this one. Um, and this this is the other fucking kicker too, right? Katie's adoptive parents even attended the wedding. And they got pictures with Katie and Stephen on the wedding day. They're like... Yeah, you're marrying your dad, but we're going to come. We're going to come celebrate. Um, When asked how they could have allowed Katie to marry her biological father, um, the Fusco stated that they felt like they had no other choice and wanted to be good parents and support Katie in her decision to marry Stephen. No, there's got to be a line. Yeah, there's got to be a line. I agree. This is the line line that you need to draw. Literally. Like, that is my line in the sand. I will, like... I will be a good parent too, but you're not marrying your fucking father. No. I would be calling will, up like I will go to jail for see for child abuse. You're getting chained <laughs> to a fucking bed. I don't care. I will beat the fuck out of you. I would be going straight and to actually, that, at this like, point she's eighteen. I'm not going to jail for child abuse. We could fight. <laughs> Honestly, all they would have had to do was like 
call up, you know, the state or whoever issues those marriage licenses and be like, um, yeah, they're they're, related. they're literally and then so they're like father and daughter. Let's go to the wedding. Yeah, seriously, and even got a photo with them on the wedding day, like fucking smiling, cheesing, like everything's just slap happy and okay. That's, That's so because up. somebody in their family is probably incest. They were probably incest. <laughs> they were probably incest. So they couldn't decided not to have yeah. their own children. I don't know what kind of like fucking thought process was going through their head, but yeah, there's got me fucked up. There's definitely a line, and your daughter marrying her biological father, I think, is where you should put your fucking foot down. Like, if anything, if like, you're okay, gonna, going to go live with them, fine, cool. that's whatever. Marrying, marrying him, a baby, getting pregnant by him, a child that now has like a higher chance that they're going to be all fucked up later on in their life. Yeah, no, we're mm-mm. it's the pregnancy, unfortunately, can't do anything now because they get married when she's like, um, they get married in July, she gives birth to him in September, so she's very pregnant when they mm-hmm. get married. Um, as you could see in the picture, Pictures, she, was, yeah. she was super pregnant. So there's nothing they could do about that at this point. But, like, you can at least put your foot down and be like, you are not fucking marrying this person. I will call the police on this wedding right mm-hmm. the fuck now. Mm-hmm. Not talk to me all you want. I don't give a fuck. Literally, exactly. Like, if you're going to cut me out because I'm trying to save you from marrying your fucking father, then... Are they still married to this day? We'll get there. Okay. Um, <laughs> so Katie gave birth to her and Steven's son, who they named Bennett, on September 1st of 2017. A few months later, in January of 2018, both Katie and Steven were arrested on charges of incest. Mm-hmm. A judge as ordered... They as they Right, as they should, as, you know, in this one case, I'm saying, go police, because <laughs> they definitely should have been fucking arrested. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, 110%. A judge then ordered Katie and Stephen to cease contact with each other and granted custody of Bennett to Stephen Plato's mother. According to Plato's lawyer, Rick Friedman, Plato never pressured Katie into a relationship, which, bull cocky. Like, yes, she was 18, but she was also like, your she child. was 18. She's still your child. Exactly. And she's still your child. You shouldn't have been initiating anything. Exactly. Like, why, exactly. Why were you going into her room? Why were you changing your appearance to look younger? Why, like, why were you doing anything? Why were you taking her out of the house when your then fucking wife was questioning you about what you were doing with her? Pressure on my asshole. Um, the lawyer also stated, quote, this case is an 18 year old girl who shows up at the doorstep of a 40 year old man who's going through difficult times with his wife. They have a bond because they're biologically related, but they never knew each other before they had a sexual relationship. He was head over heels in love with her so much so that that outweighed the issue of them being biologically related. So he's like, oh, this cute little 18 year old girl shows up at his doorstep and he's having problems with his wife and he was just so hot for her. He didn't give a shit if they were related or not. And the fact that he said they already had a bond because they're biologically related. But the fact that you, you're not just related. This This is is your your child. child. Yes, literally. This is half of you. Literally. That's almost kind of like, it feels like that's like, he is also like a fucking narcissist. So Mm -hmm. this kind of makes sense. But he was like, oh my God, like I see half of myself. Like I love myself so much. Now I have this daughter who, so there's, I don't know if you've ever heard of this phenomenon being that you were um, a psych major, but it's Mm -hmm. called genetic sexual attraction. Ew. Which basically, it's a phenomenon that occurs when um, two people who grew up and became adults with, they were adults, fully, fully grown adults when they met each other. And even though they are biologically related in some way, 
because they did not meet each other until they were adults, the biological relation does not factor into any sort of physical or sexual attraction they had to this person because the reason when you think about, like, why it gives us the fucking ick when we think about, like, incest in this regard is because we grew up with our siblings. We grew Mm -hmm. up around our parents, Mm -hmm. and that is what puts that kind of, like, stopper in your brain so to speak it's like ew that's fucking gross that's my sister that's my brother Mm. that's my mom that's my dad when you have two adults who meet in adulthood Mm. who have not grown up around each other they don't it's just like two people meeting regularly and so they don't have that people who have this instance of genetic sexual attraction it's basically just like you're meeting another adult who you're meeting another adult who to you yes they're biologically related to you in whatever way that might be but your brain doesn't make the connection of i should not do this this is wrong because you do not have that parent to child or sibling to sibling relationship like somebody you would have who you actually grew up with basically right so that's pretty thing with this like yes that was her that was her father but she didn't grow up with him as her father. She grew up mm-hmm. with Tony Fusco as her father. So she doesn't have the same ick, that's my father response as, say, we do when we think of, oh, that's your father, you know? But it's like, oh, I almost question, it's like, you couldn't think that if this was, like, your actual, like, adoptive father trying to make these moves on you, like, you, I feel like you should be able to put that in context. Like, why you shouldn't be fucking your biological father the fact that you fucked your biological dad got pregnant and then got married, married to and him. then posted the picture on literally instagram. on our instagram the comment kills you it's like you marry your dad you're sick ew well like, i mean girl. this is a murder podcast so there's murder coming soon yeah there's there is murder coming soon so I almost um, forgot we were talking about murder. I'm like, I know, Ew, right? No, not the incest. Yeah, it's just unfortunate that the incest is a very large part of this case. You know what I fucking hate? What? I keep getting those stupid spam text messages. We have canceled your membership account to Netflix, which I don't have Netflix. <laughs> I use yours. I know. <laughs> I know. I get those all the time. They're like, you have a package. I'm like, no, I don't. I haven't ordered nothing. Don't lie to me. Spam text. I know you're trying the to steal my that, information. The fact Don't that lie. they text you now is wild. I know, right? Oh my god, did you know that if you put yourself on a no-call list and you get, like, spam calls, that you can um, report the spam callers and you can get, like, money for people, really? like, spam calling How you? How do you get the money, though? So you have to, like, answer the phone call and you have to get the person's information and then you basically um, report it to... Because there's, um, there's, like, a law that if you're on a no-caller list, they're not supposed to call you. How do you but get like, on a no-caller list? You just go... I literally put myself on it years ago. Mm-hmm. I should do this because I get spam calls all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. Um, you literally just go, no-call list, and it's, like, you can put yourself on the federal no-call list. You're going to have to show me how to do that. Yeah, I, I will for sure. But you have to, like, actually answer them. You have to get all their information. You have to get, like, what company they're calling from, where they got your number, why they're calling you. And then you basically file a complaint on... With, I forget what, like, it's some sort of, like, federal department. Is it just spammers or scammers, too? Um, I think it's just, like, robocallers. Because um, a lot of, like, businesses that cold call use robocalling services Mm -hmm. that just basically generate a random number and call out to it. Mm -hmm. But they're not supposed to do that for people who are on no-call lists. And so you can get up to, like, anywhere between, like, $500 and, like, $2,000 per case you open. 
So you can make, like, hmm. mad money going after me. Yeah, you have to, like, call. You have to actually answer the call and, like, get the information. And be like, why are you calling me? Like, I'm on a no-call list. And if they're like, oh, well, we blah, 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 then you just get all their information. Or you want to get their information first, like, what company they're calling from, because you need that info to, like, file the claim. Right, yeah. And then you can make some shmoney off of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I tell that. you, I'm on a no-call list, but I still get spam calls. Like, it's nobody's fucking business. So clearly people out there don't give a fuck about no-call lists. Literally don't give one fuck. Literally. Oh, speaking of that... Did you know TurboTax got sued? Yep. I'm getting a check. Oh, shit. I mean, for like 30 bucks. Oh, damn. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, listeners, if you ever use TurboTax to file your taxes, you might be entitled to $30. Yeah. The only time I ever used them, I used like the free service. Mm -hmm. I never paid. I never paid for... Did you ever pay to do your taxes with them? Or did you always just use the free service? I don't remember. Oh. But apparently... Yeah, well, I'm that's kidding. good to know. Hey, yeah. listeners, if you ever use TurboTax, you might be getting some money. Might only be like thirty bucks, for but a lot of money. Yeah, because they were they were making people pay for um, services that they could get from the federal government for free. Yeah, so that's why I did. I did my taxes on Free Tax USA this year, and I didn't. I, the only thing I paid for was state, and it was like twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. So okay. At this point, again, we just left off. Um, the judge has ordered Katie and Stephen to cease all contact, and the custody of They're Bennett like, has no, been given you. to um, Stephen's <laughs> mother, so the grandmother. She now has the baby. Um, after the arrest, I, feel like, I mean, yes, that's your grandchild, but like, I feel like I would feel so disgusted. Like, oh my god, my son just had a child with his daughter. Yeah, and now I have that child. Yeah, literally. Like, not only am I your Grandma, I'm your great grandma. Yeah, I'm your <laughs> grandma yeah, and your great and your great grandma. And Stephen's like his what is it? Like his his, his dad and his, his uncle nephew son <laughs> nephew. His wait, nephew son. Yeah, wait, no, no. You're, his, you're right, dad and his, uncle. No, no, no. Because it's his yes, grandpa. It's his, grandpa. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was gonna be like son and grandpa. <laughs> your, that is fucking your, nasty. Your grandchild son. <laughs> your grandson. Ew, yeah, no, wait. Ew. That's a thing. Grandson. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't, wait, hang on. My brain's fucking scrambled. Grandchild son. Grandchild son. <laughs> Good God. Um, yeah, so Katie, she makes a smart choice. Judge says, y'all can't have contact with each other anymore. She's like, okay, um, moves back in with her adoptive parents. So a few days later, after she moves out on April 11th, Katie gets a call from Stephen. So Stephen calls Katie and she tells him basically like, we're done. I don't want any more contact with you. I don't want a relationship with you. Um, and unsurprisingly, Stephen does not take this very well. Um, he, for lack of a better word, flips the fuck out. Um, Katie would also travel to her adoptive grandmother's house every week on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So they were living in Dover, New York, and her um, her grandmother was living in Waterbury, Connecticut. So it's like I would imagine it's only like an hour, a couple hour drive. Dover is near Poughkeepsie. Okay, yeah, so that's pretty close to Connecticut. So she, like, um, her and her adoptive dad Tony would basically take the drive out to the grandmother's every week on Tuesdays and Thursdays. No, like, this is her adoptive grandmother. Oh. So, um, it was on April 12th, which was a Thursday, the day after Stephen. What year is this? This is 2017. Good God. 2017. So, April 12th, Katie and her adoptive father, Tony, <coughs> left their home in Dover, New York, and they were headed to the grandmother's house in Waterbury, Connecticut. Um, Stephen had also gone and picked up Bennett that morning from his mother under the guise that... Just, just go. Under just. the guise that he was going to take Bennett to Katie in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess they must have had, like, some sort of, like, visitation, but, like, 
main custody was awarded to the grandmother. But I thought that they couldn't have contact, so why is he picking up the kid and bringing him? The grandmother probably doesn't give a fuck, honestly, because she probably, has custody, but she's probably letting him. her son is an incest fuck. Yeah. And, and also is very abusive, so... Literally. The mom probably isn't shit either. Yeah, so just because the grandmother has custody, she's probably still letting, obviously letting Steven take the baby, letting him take Bennett to Katie, whatever. So he goes to her house early on this morning, and he picks up Bennett. He's like, I'm going to take Bennett to New York to see Katie and have him stay with Katie for a little while in New York. Because mind you, at this time, they're still in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. So he lies to his mom. He's like, I'm taking a road trip with the baby up to New York. I'm going to go drop him off with Katie. So when Katie and Tony set off to go to the grandmother's house, what they don't know is that nearby, watching them leave, Stephen Plato is parked in a minivan just watching them. And as they leave, as they had to go to Waterbury, he pulls out and he starts to follow them. Stephen followed Katie and Tony, tailing them all the way to New Milford, Connecticut, where he ends up catching up to them at an intersection. If Katie and Tony were shocked to see Stephen, they wouldn't have had much time to express it or to process it because only seconds after pulling up next to them, Stephen pulled out a gun and opened fire on their car. Oh my God. He basically, it was an arrow style, arrow assault type rifle, which is a firearm similar to an AR-15. Okay. All right. Um, Both Katie and her father were killed inside the car pretty Mm. much instantaneously. Mm. Like when you open fire, like... A weapon like that, mm. basically, it's not just like a little bullet hole. It like fucking blows you apart, yeah. basically. Um, sadly, as well, before traveling to Dover, Stephen had um, picked up Bennett, obviously, from his mother's home in North Carolina. Mm. And then he had ended up taking him back to his home in North Carolina, where he murdered the eight-month-old baby <gasps> via manual strangulation. So, 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 wait. <laughs> you're an abusive piece of shit you have a daughter give her up for adoption you meet her when she's an adult you fuck her marry her get her pregnant then you kill her kill her adoptive dad and this child yeah yep yeah so yeah not a lot you of murder in this one but himself. like if you're that mad wait for about it, it wait for it yourself. wait for it why you gotta kill everybody wait else? for it After shooting Katie and Tony, Stephen called his mother. He admitted to her that he had killed Bennett and also shot Katie and Tony. He told his mother that she should not come over to his house and then hung up the phone. Stephen's mother immediately calls 911, telling the dispatcher that her son had just admitted to killing his child as well as killing Katie and Stephen. Mm. Stephen's mother also stated that Stephen had been incredibly distressed because the day before, his wife had called him and broken up with him over the phone. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, he's upset. His wife. That's his daughter. That's his daughter. His daughter. His daughter wife. Instant. Literally. It's fucking, because his fucking daughter wife broke up with him. See, this is why they should have lived in the fucking sticks in Alabama. (laughs) Not the (laughs) sticks. So police were dispatched to Stephen's home where, unfortunately, they did discover on... the infant's body in the house, um, completely alone. What does that sound? Birds. Birds. Um, so they find Bennett's body in the house. Stephen is nowhere to be found um, because his body was discovered later on, still in Dover. He had shot himself and killed himself inside his own. Bye, body. motherfucker. You should have did that first. I know, right? You should have just offed yourself Ooh. before any of this happened. So for the person saying that we're insensitive, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> 
on following the <laughs> Jesus Christ. Following the killings, the Stevens or Stevens' former attorney stated that quote nobody could have ever predicted Stevens' actions, and that during are their, you kidding me? Yeah, right. You have a man who a was not only abusive to this child when the child was a fucking infant, only couple months old abused his wife had to be given up for adoption because he was because he was abusing her so much she was he was putting her in a fucking cooler so she would shut up until she almost suffocated continue to abuse his wife after the fact and and the wife has custody of the fucking kids yeah literally and then oh i hate judges and then uh (laughs) fucks impregnates and marries the child that they gave up for adoption like you're telling me you couldn't anticipate that that man would have become violent Bro, he was already violent. Literally, he was already violent, and you're we could have never predicted this. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. So he basically said so not there everybody's was, in. Yeah. He said there was no indication that Stephen would possibly turn to violence. Which that's bullshit. I'm calling bullshit on that. Um, Katie, Tony, and Bennett were all buried in St. Charles Cemetery in Dover Plains, New York. And when later on asked about how she was handling the murders, Alyssa Plato stated, quote, I'm grieving, I'm sad, I'm upset, but I also want to have something good come out of this. If it's to get the truth out there, to open people's eyes to incest. And that's the case of uh, Katie and Stephen Plato. That's fucking disgusting. (laughs) To put it lightly. (laughs) Moral of the story, don't do incest. That wasn't already obvious. <laughs> Don't For any of you says. thinking of it, that includes cousins, cousins, first, second, third, fourth, any type of blood relation, DNA, Don't anything. Do Don't do it, it because Don't I know some of you sick it. fucks like to fuck on your cousins. Step siblings too. Don't do it. At least step siblings aren't blood. No, don't give an at least. Don't do it. Hey, I I have to because Dante was had a relationship with their step brother. Stop talking. (laughs) Which I still think is mad weird. Don't get me wrong, but if I gotta put a disclaimer, at least they're not blood related. Hey, step sibling porn is a giant category in Pornhub for a reason. People are fucked up. Either way, don't fuck on your relatives. Yeah, there you go. Blanket disclaimer, don't fuck on your Especially don't get them pregnant. Especially don't marry them. Well, we're going to cut this now because um, Blue Sif is throwing a temper tantrum. Um, But yeah, if you enjoyed this episode, give us a five-star rating. If you think we're insensitive, fuck off. Uh, Also, (laughs) another disclaimer that I said at the beginning, if you don't like dark humor, then don't fucking listen to it. Yeah, this is definitely not the podcast for you. We are here to laugh through the trauma. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Well, rate us five stars on whatever you're listening to this on. Um, And if you're thinking of rating rating us on one star, don't. Don't. Just don't do it. Just keep your negative thoughts to yourself. yourself. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> we don't we don't take constructive criticism. Because <laughs> otherwise you're just gonna get roasted on this podcast, so I don't know. <laughs> and whoever gave us a one star, you're probably a fucking Gen Z. You're probably a fucking Gen Z. Oh my god. Anyways, follow us on Instagram if you want. It's TSRH Podcast. Um you can follow us on Facebook, it's also TSRH Podcast. If you wanna send us case requests, don't send us any constructive criticism. <laughs> you can send us cases in nice comments. And nice over. comments all the time at TSRH podcast at gmail.com and how much you love us and how much you love us thanks (laughs) that's all we allow and buy our merch anything else being blocked (laughs) buy our merch there's a link in our bio or if you leave negative comments just prepare for the next episode yeah we're uh we're lighting your ass up (laughs) well thank you all for listening we appreciate you 
don't leave us bad reviews because we don't appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fuck it, we gotta go. <laughs> and blue screaming in the background. All right, everybody, thanks so much for listening. We'll see you on the next one. Uh, bye. bye. <laughs>